We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's hump day. Yeah, it's hump day, and I'm actually humping it all the way out here across the country, babies. I'm actually from D.C., coming at y'all from CPAC. I'm not actually in my official location in CPAC right now. In fact, I'm kind of in an undisclosed location, wishing I could be waving at y'all because I'm usually coming at y'all on Facebook Live via TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Can't be doing that tonight, but I still get to say hi to you guys, still get to share this time with you, and I appreciate that so much. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Follow me on Facebook at Andrea K. Join our special, cool, conservative Facebook group called Caniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And we let me tell you, we are just going to have just the best, best shows coming at y'all from CPAC. I'm going to be broadcasting tomorrow night and Friday night with my buddy Ed Martin. Y'all know Ed. He is the host of the Pro-America Report, which is every night after my show at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Y'all need to tune in every night and listen to Ed. And we just have a great lineup of guests for you guys. So be sure to stay tuned for that. We actually have some great guests for y'all tonight. We got Rose Tennant, who's going to be on. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had Rose on my show before. She's a phenomenal broadcaster. Rose, Go to roseunplugged.com to find out more about Rose. And my buddy Joe Messina is back with me tonight. And uh, I tell you who's not with me tonight is my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. He took a few days off just so he could amp up and get ready for the big push that is CPAC. But have no fear, because guess who is here? It's DJ Potato Skins. When DJ Carrot Sticks is away. He said, how about potatoes? DJ Potato Skins is here on Andrea K. And we will make potatoes great again. Thank you. Thank you very much. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Always a pleasure to bring the tastier vegetable, maybe not the more healthy vegetable, but the tastier, uh, the tastier vegetable back to the Andrea K show. Uh, absolutely right. Especially if it's co- covered with cheese and crispy bacon. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. So glad to have you with me, uh, brother potato, DJ potato skin. Good to be here. Hey, are, you know, today I wake up this morning in DC and it's all around the world. The Democrats coming at president Trump as though and he and he gave an address to the nation tonight, a speech as well as you know held a press conference and an, answered questions tonight about the coronavirus update. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake about it, DJ Potato Skins, you weren't doing the show with me when I had Dr. Jane Orient on. Uh, within two days of the coronavirus outbreak in China, I had Dr. Orient on my show. She is the executive director of the Society of American Physicians and Surgeons, and I expressed my concern about a pandemic, and she expressed hers because we are not really ultimately prepared as a country to deal with a pandemic. I and think that so. Was proven. 
and we would not because it was proven with the Ebola virus. Mm-hmm. And she talked about what we what and that was during whose administration? Hmm. I think, yeah, was was it Obama, Lama, Ding Dong? Is that That's right. Was? Last yeah. time I checked, yeah. yeah, and he wasn't a Republican, was he? No? Mm. Yeah. No. no, no, I don't think it was. So, and so we talked about it, and she, one of the things that she talked about was how we only had six beds in this country, and I think they're in Kansas or Nebraska, to truly deal when you've got the, the type of virus in which people need to be quarantined. She talked about how these masks that you see people wearing in grocery stores don't protect you from this. So, I, And I say all that because I want people to understand that I was one of the first people that was actually really seeing that this could become a global issue. That being said, guess how many people died of the flu so far this season in San Diego? In San Diego, I don't know how many. 32. Okay. Now, that's not an astronomical number, but that's 32 more people than have died from the coronavirus. From, right? what, from, from what I have heard, and not, and not to make light of the coronavirus, because this thing is spreading like wildfire, and it, you know, it, it's quite scary, but they're saying that the flu, from what I have heard, could be more deadly than the coronavirus, especially with the immune systems being more um, up to fight off the virus here in the States. Well, yeah. And, you know, we have eight confirmed cases of coronavirus in California. We have had 32 people die in San Diego. 386 have died so far. And that's, I think, according to the Sacramento Bee six days ago. 386 people have died in the state of California for the flu. Yep. So I think so what's happening here is the Democrats are thinking that they've got a way that they can they can cripple President Trump, especially economically, because you look at what's going on with the stock market, it, you know, supposedly about coronavirus fears, even though I think that the more Bernie Sanders rises in the polls, the more the stock market gets concerned that we got a communist possibly in charge of the oh, no economy. Doubt. And, I, and, and so the Democrats are clearly trying to politicize this and stoke hysteria. This is their new climate change. I guarantee you, DJ Potato Skins, you're, for, you're far more likely to, be, to, be, to, have your, um, to, to die at being stuck by lightning or maybe walking the streets of Skid Row in L.A. where we have third world diseases come back to life in this country. Typhus, how many people we have whooping cough, all kinds of diseases, third world diseases that we eradicated in the United States that the Democrats were happy to bring into this country through illegals coming across our border. So they, they don't care, just like they don't care about any of the different identity groups, DJ Potato Skins, that they pretend to care about. They don't care about women. They don't care about gay people. They don't care about minorities. They also don't care about anybody's health. Or they would have been sealing that border and, and not having typhus and whooping cough and all these other diseases coming across the border, right? And they would be, and they would be cleaning up the streets of San Francisco and the streets of Skid Row in L.A. Yeah, the only reason why they're bringing up the coronavirus, the only reason is because they possibly see this as the only way that they can possibly take down President Trump because their last attempt with the impeachment failed miserably, and this is the only straw that they can grasp at. Yeah, absolutely. And they're hoping that they can not only stoke fears of Americans, oh, see, Trump isn't taking care of you, and also uh, trying to feed to feed the hysteria of the stock market as well. And somebody mentioned to me a good point before I started the show. They were like, I, I, don't, I don't really look to the president to be the one to solve this problem. Why is this his problem? And I got to thinking about President Bush during Katrina. I said at the time, and let me tell you, there's not a neighborhood that wasn't destroyed by Katrina where I didn't have friends or family. Mm. And I said at the time, why in the world was anybody thinking that the president the United States is supposed to be sitting in the Oval Office going, gee, we got a Category 5 coming up the Gulf. What am I going to do with those people? Is that really the president's responsibility to evacuate people with a hurricane coming? No. It's also not the president of the United States' responsibility to sit down and go, okay, what do I do here? How many masks do I need to have manufactured and put in a CVS? I mean, come on. 
This is ridiculous. This is just it, it's about hype that the Democrats cannot defeat President Trump honestly and fairly. No way. The only the only tools that they have and the same old strategy is to either try to propagate lies that he stole the election or try to stoke the fears of the American people. And it's and it's really it's really um, it's despicable the way that they try to ma- manipulate Americans. But I would I would like to think potato skins that the American people are smart enough to realize with only eight cases in the United States, this is not really um, cause for people to be self-quarantining themselves and locking themselves in their homes, eating cans of pork and beans every day. No, I don't think so. And, you know, and the more research I do, because, you know, I'm not going to lie, it's a concern of mine. I, I want to know, you know, how to deal with it. But the, from what I read, most of the people that get it, you know, obviously, unless you're an, you know, if you're an elderly person or if you're, you know, you're an infant or a toddler, something like that, maybe it's a little bit different. But for the average person that is in good health, you're going to be possibly contract this virus and it's going to run its course. Yeah, I mean, it's like every other virus. I mean, it tends to take the elderly or the people with an underlying condition, like the 386 people that have died in California so far with the flu. And I don't want President and I don't want President Trump wasting his time on, you know, trying to fix this because he can't. He does what he's supposed to do, which is leave it to the experts, the scientists and the researchers to possibly come up with a vaccine and combat it further. So he's doing the right thing and the Democrats can go away. Well, and uh, and I'm glad you brought up the vaccine because I asked somebody earlier today with the rush to get a vaccine and remind everybody what a vaccine is. It means that they're going to inject you with whatever the disease is. That's true. And have your body create antibodies. They don't know enough about this disease. Don't be coming near me with some needle, DJ Potato. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. Load it up with the coronavirus and tell me that 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 I need to. I would rather protect myself with with uh, um, some good old you know hand sanitizer or some soap. I wouldn't. T- I wouldn't take the vaccine right now. Oh would no you? way. No way, no way. And, you know, and if you want to, you know, maybe make sure your immune system is up, you know, you can take, you know, you know, whatever supplements or whatever herbs that you need to take to get your immune system going. And for the most part, your body should be able to fight it off. Let them deal with the vaccine. Take as long as they want, because I don't want that right now anywhere near me. Absolutely. What we need to do is not be be dragged into hysteria. It is flu season, and what we what we always need to be doing is getting our rest, drinking our fluids. That's right. I, I I take my I take my elderberry every day. I wash my hands, and you know I try to eat right and take care of myself. Common and, sense. You know we don't it's just common sense stuff, people. You know um, we you know we got to see where it goes. But there's nobody benefiting today. There's nobody benefiting today from the Dems trying to attack President Trump and stoke hysteria. That hurts everybody in the end. Okay, we're going to take a break. We are live from CPAC, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Rose Tennant, who's going to be here at CPAC this week and get her thoughts on what she's expecting. She's with Women for Trump as well as Amazing Podcast, so we're going to pick her brain on, you know, uh, I don't know if she watched the Democrat debate last night, but look what they got to run up against President Trump. No wonder they're going after and blaming him for the coronavirus. They got a commie who, a, a flat-out communist defending Cuba, who once wrote that all women fantasize about being raped. They got Joe, creepy Joe Biden, who uh, last night said that you know, the greater th- their guns are a greater threat than communism. Um, uh, th- who else do they have? Um, gee, they've got the fake Native American woman who lied so she could get a gig. I mean, come on, that's what they got? We'll see who Rose Tennant seems to think that uh, the Democrats are going to end up with as a nominee. And then later on, we got my buddy Joe Messina and more. So y'all stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro-life legislation. ISA strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl ISA will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl ISA. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl ISA for Congress. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weekday mornings at 11 on The Answer San Diego. Hi, I'm Cecile Ahrens, owner of Transcend Therapy. From a very young age, I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to change things for the better and be part of the solution. Through a lot of hard work and determination, I achieved my dream of owning a private practice, Transcend Therapy, where we provide counseling for individuals, couples, and families. I've always been passionate about helping people resolve the things in life that may be holding them back or creating pain. Launching Get Mental Radio was just the next step towards helping more people because their mental health is just as important as their physical health. Life is tough, and if you're struggling, you're not alone. We can help you weather the storm. We truly care and are committed to giving you the best service. You're not going to feel like just another client, and you are definitely not going to feel judged. We offer quality, compassionate, results-driven therapy services. For more information, check us out at TranscendTherapyCA.com. That's TranscendTherapyCA.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to cashcallmortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. 
Live coverage of CPAC is brought to you by Attorney King, San Diego's injury and accident attorney. Call Attorney King at 619-333-3333. That's 619-333-3333. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm actually, shh, I'm at like an undisclosed location right now here amongst the swamp. And of course, I'm not talking about my homeland swamp down in Louisiana, which uh, is today is a special day for that because it's the begin, beginning of Lent. No, I'm actually in the, the fake swamp where we got all kinds of like wannabe swamp dwellers out here in D.C. But I'm actually amongst great people today because I'm actually here in D.C. for the beginning of CPAC, which officially launches tomorrow. And I'm super excited because there's nothing like being, particularly during an election year, there's nothing like being surrounded by amazing conservatives and especially conservative women. And I cannot think of a better, more exciting conservative woman to have on the show tonight to talk about this election year, to talk about CPAC, to talk about women for Trump. And it's none other than Rose Tennant, host of Rose Unplugged. Get all the scoop about where you can listen to her podcast, read her articles at roseunplugged.com. She's also part of Women for Trump, and she joins me now. Hey, Rose, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, what an honor. How are you, girl? It's so good to be with you. Thank you. Well, I'm super excited to be here at CPAC for what I think is going to be the most phenomenal CPAC ever because we are in an election year. We have a president who's running for re-election who's got the most amazing record on which to stand and which to get re-elected. And I'm just imagining what it would be like if he actually you know, had a Congress that was willing to help him out. And so my question for you, though, as, as we go into CPAC, um, you know, we're, we <laughs> – We've got uh, which of the Democrat nominees do you think Trump is going to face? Is it going to be the communist who once wrote that all women fantasize about being raped? Do you think it's going to be the uh, the Democrat who's the groper who yesterday said on a debate that 150 million Americans have been killed by guns? Um, do you think it's going to be the fake Native American woman, you know, who's still lying, saying that she got fired for being pregnant? I mean, that's who President Trump faces in the election in the fall. Which of those Dems do you think is going to be his 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 opposition wow i mean that's a good question right andrea because i think about that a lot i wonder i know that um there's a there's been a push for mike bloomberg which i don't i just don't see that happening um joe biden i really thought was their safest bet and if they were smart they wouldn't have thrown him under the bus but it appears that they have in many ways so it could i mean it actually could be a socialist communist bernie sanders isn't that amazing It's astounding to me that these guys could stand on that stage and not be ashamed of calling themselves a socialist. At one time, we would have we would have uh, shunned that entirely. Well, yeah, and it's kind of concerning to me, Rose, that, uh, you know, I actually hear people that I respect in the media, conservatives or or even just straight up journos, referring to Bernie Sanders as a democratic socialist because there is no such thing. In fact, this man is flat out communist. This is a dude who's defending Cuba and saying, oh, yeah, you know, they slaughtered a bunch, you know, a bunch of of their citizens, but at least they got to read. You know, that's insanity. That really is. And, And I hear some other thing, Andrea. If you notice, um, Bernie Sanders will say, I am a democratic socialist. I'm not that kind of socialist. When he says that kind, he means, of course, Venezuela or some of the other times, uh, other countries where we've seen it fail miserably because every time 
that that is implemented, socialism, it fails tremendously. But he'll say, I'm a democratic socialist. But, you know, that there's no such thing as a democratic socialist because the very first election as a democratic in a democratic socialist society is the last free election you'll ever have. The first one is the last one because after that, um, it is dictated to you. you. It's like a choice between ham or bacon. There is no choice. Yeah. There will be no choice. And it's very frightening to me that there are so many young people, <clears throat> excuse me, that don't understand that, but they're not taught what true socialism is in the classrooms or in the universities. And that's why you see this huge surge of young people who think that, you know, yeah, Bernie Sanders is right because we're going to get everything for free. And as you and I both know, and I can't believe they don't know this, there is nothing that is free in this life. Nothing. No, and it's. It, I'm glad that CPAC this year is communist, uh, capitalism versus socialism. What are you hoping to he, hear and see here at CPAC amongst the conservative movement, as well as from President Trump and Vice President Pence? I think just a continuous reminder of just how great capitalism is and given the examples. And you know what's really neat, too, Andrea, is that people know. The American people, the majority of the American people understand that capitalism is working, especially right now, because they are seeing more money in their paychecks. They are more people are being employed. There are fewer people um, that have uh, that are on pot, in poverty. More people have been risen out of poverty during this administration than any other. And also the number of um, the number of unemployment for minorities is so low. So when they look, like we're looking inward right now, we're, we are looking at how this economy, how this administration is affecting us personally. And when we do that, I mean, it's really hard to say that capitalism doesn't work. It's hard to say that this administration isn't working for us. And, and I think that when it comes down to it, Andrea, when you think about these Demi- the Democrats that are running right now for president, no matter who it is, whether it's a moderate one or a very progressive one, the bottom line is that there's nothing they can run on. They can't point to anything and say that this administration is doing it wrong. All they can do really is say that we want to save you from prosperity. Think about it. That is really all they could possibly say. <laughs> well, what they're tra- well, what they're trying to do today, Rose, is they're trying to go after Trump for the coronavirus, saying that he didn't do enough oh, when it was initially when it was initially you know uh, you know out, when the outbreak happened, and you know these are the same people. Look, we thirty two people have died in San Diego this flu season. Thirty two people. We haven't lost one person to the coronavirus. I think I'm more likely to have my life threatened by taking a taking a, a walking tour around San Francisco than I am with the coronavirus. <laughs> and these are these are the people that are trying to say that Trump hasn't done something right with the coronavirus or who are they kidding you know and the, the most outrageous is um of all is Mitt Romney ha- the nerve and what have you done sir what have you as a member of, of the senate done to protect us I, I mean that's just an outrage it really really is it's an outrage and, and it's shameful too I mean they're always looking for look they, anything that will stick they keep throwing things at this this president I don't know how he does it there's not one man that was or a woman that was on that stage back in 2016 running for president that could have withstood the kind of resistance, the kind of criticism, the kind of outright lies and, and the things that have been thrown at this president like he has been able to resist. I mean, God bless him. I, I pray for him all the time, Andrea. I really do. I do, too. And um, I don't know how he's done it. He was supposed to have crumbled by now. He was, And everybody yeah. else would have crumbled. And it's Anybody. like, no matter, yeah. 
Yeah, the, from first it was, you know, um, what they tried to do to intimidate him, you know, during his during his campaign with the whole crossfire hurricane business, then the Mueller investigation, and now the impeachment. Um, they even had, I think it was the U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York that threatened to go after his children and his grandchildren. And that's why after the, the he was acquitted, forever acquitted, by the way, I might add, Rose, when he was forever acquitted, he thanked his family for standing. He thanked his family for standing by him. Last question for you, lovely lady, because you're a part of women for Trump. The left is continuing to push this falsehood that Trump is bleeding out female support in the suburbs. I ain't buying it because we women care about security. We women care about the pocketbook issues, and we're doing better in this Trump economy. Why in the world would it, would women? You're with women for Trump. You know why in the world would women want to want to leave this president now, and for what? Andrea, you hit the nail on his head. You really did. You have a really good understanding, of course, as a woman, what women care about the most. You know, think about it, Andrea. You know, I used to always tease my husband. When we would lay down at night to go to bed, the minute his head hit the pillow, he was out. He's a good man. He's a hardworking man. But as a woman and as a mother, I was thinking about everything, about what was on the lunch schedule for the entire week. I had it memorized. I was thinking about whether or not my son had prepared for that test that he had the next day. I was thinking about the homework that he had to do. I, I, we never stop, right? Those things that concern us always concern us. And we believe that this president has the best interest in mind for not just today, but for the future. And when we think about the future as women, as mothers, we think about our children and their success and their freedom. And that is why I support this president and will for another four years. We must have this president in office for the next four and a half years. We have to. Well, Rose Tennant, thank you so much for being here. You are just a spitfire. All y'all go to roseunplugged.com. Y'all listen to her podcast, support her, and I thank you for being here. You're a sweetheart, Andrea. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Look, I'm All right. Sing it. All right. All right, honey. Booth 15. Booth 15. Stop by. Oh, and that goes for okay. every, Yeah, booth 15. That goes for all y'all listening. If you're listening tonight, if you are going to be here in CPAC, D.C., we're going to be at booth 15, Ed Martin and I, tomorrow, 1 to 3 p.m. and then noon on Saturday. Now, y'all stay tuned because my buddy Joe Messina, who's also a great uh, broadcaster, he's going to be on the show with me next. Don't go away. More Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far. Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619 992 7113. Call for your free home staging consultation. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules, 619-992-7113. Qualified Home Loans saves you money and pays all your loan costs with five-star service and expertise. That's why you call us for your home loan. Mike, you recently had a client whose bank told them their debt-to-income was too high. You fixed that and closed it with the same bank. How are you able to do that? Expertise is often the difference. You don't go to the IRS for tax advice. Don't go to your bank for loan advice. So their loan made sense on paper. They had good credit, income, and a lower payment. They should qualify. I think it was just too confusing for the bank teller because they had Social Security, rental income, and even a part-time job. We put their application together correctly and got it closed with the same bank at an even better rate. We're advocates for our clients, helping them understand and standing by them all the way through closing. Call Qualified Home Loans, 888 499-9502. 
888-499-9502. You'll get five-star service and pay nothing in loan costs. 888-499-9502. Hello, I'm Garth Blumenthal, Mercedes-Benz of Temecula. And if you're less enamored with the car you drive, maybe it's time to make a change, especially during our Fall in Love Again sales event. An incredible selection of beautiful models reminds you how easy it is to rekindle the fire. We also just received the best of the best Gold Laurel Award from Mercedes-Benz. Visit mbtemecula.com to browse the Mercedes-Benz and Sprinter inventory or stop by the dealership. There's going to be at least one you'll fall in love with. Mercedes-Benz of Temecula, building relationships one guest at a time. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV. So turn it off and turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 to 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show from the bowels, the swamp of D.C., that is. We're here for CPAC, and I'm super excited to have you guys with me tonight and super excited just to be here amongst just some of my, my besties, great conservatives who love this country. You know, we're here at a time in which we get to help support the most phenomenal president get reelected. And so I get to – and I get to – I just chatted with my girl Rose Tennant from Rose Unplugged. Now I got my buddy Joe Messina from The Real Side on the show with me. He's also going to be broadcasting – here i'll let him tell you guys what booth he's going to be at and when you can hear him and he joins me now hey joe messina hey we're good seeing you today yeah good to see we, you we too had brief, we had a we had a brief encounter while waiting in a in a line you think you think they were giving away free hamburgers or something in a media line <laughs> the line would have been longer if they had been giving away free burgers <laughs> all right well, you got me on that one exactly okay. right <laughs> yeah um, so there was some breaking news in the media, which I wanted to talk to Joe, to Joe about tonight. A couple big news. First of all, I love this. President Trump and his administration is suing the New York Times for libel. They're, it's specifically relating to an article in 2019 that claimed, in quote, claimed, reported as fact, a conspiracy that Trump had actually done a deal with Putin to help him get elected over Hillary in 2016. Uh, that is a conspiracy. It was lies, and it was meant to damage him going in 2020. Joe Messina, I, I'm not a lawyer, but I've been saying for a while that the way that you, you stop some of this nonsense, uh, what's going on with the media colluding uh, to with the Democrats to you know hurt President Trump, is you've got to fight him in the courts. What do you think about this move? 
I, I think you're partially correct. Here's the, here's the problem. You know that I'm elected to a school board there in California, and they come right. after me with a vengeance, you know, go, you know guns a-blazing. The problem is, is that when, you, when, when this stuff happens, you have to be able to prove, beyond a shadow of a doubt, thank God, that they knew what they were publishing was, was uh, misinformation, that it was wrong. And that's going to be his hurdle. That's going to be the only hurdle he really has. The court of, po- of popular opinion, as they say, uh, we believe it. We, we believe that they lied on him. We believe that they, they defamed him. So I think he's got an uphill battle. But I think the beauty behind this, it's going to cost them money. And they're already hurting for cash. Okay? So if he puts enough pressure on me, he keeps that on them. They're going to have to spend a lot to defend themselves. Well, yeah, and in, in the course of doing that, just like CNN getting the pinch after Nicholas Sandman, that settlement, I don't think we, I don't think we ever found out exactly the dollar amount because it was settled. But you know, when they have to start writing checks with some zeros after it, whether it is in the form of a settlement or whether it's to pay off the attorneys, they might start being a little bit more careful when they're reporting yeah, you, something as fact uh, that that may not be. You're giving them a lot of credit. God bless you. But you know, there's no. <laughs> They're so stubborn. They're willing to hang themselves. They're, you, know, you know the old saying, right? They're willing to cut off the no- their noses to spite their faces. They won't yeah. back down off of anything, no matter how. Look at what's going on now. You know, you, you look at Schiff. I mean, I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but what did he tell us? He saw, he laid his eyes on evidence that, that showed that uh, yeah. Trump was in bed with Putin. Where is it? I mean, you had yeah. all this time. Where is it? If you have it and you don't bring it forward, that's treason because you're allowing a, a, a president uh, who broke the law to stay in office. If you lied about it, I think that should be worse than treason. You need to be drawn and quartered. And seriously, Absolutely. that's how far along this is now. And so, um, you know, you made a comment with your, with, your earlier, um, with your earlier guest, which I think people don't really need to really pay attention to. Who else could stand the beating that this man takes 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. So, so God bless this man for being in there, being willing to take this beating for us and, and put up with it day after day after day. Yeah. I mean, you look at some of the men that I respect in the conservative movement that got run out just on a couple of little allegations that they cheated on their wives, like Herman Cain. You know, David Axelrod trots out some women that can't even back up any allegations, and he, you know, turns, you know, tucks tail and runs. And they're, you know, yeah. there's, and, and that doesn't mean I don't like Herman Cain. It's just that's, you know, look at how many other, you know, senators and, and you know, uh, co- congressmen that just gave up their seat for, you know, small allegations. This man was like, I'm digging my heels in. Even that was it during his campaign. I mean, how many yeah. other candidates for president would have st- stood the pain of that Billy Bush tape? That is really when he showed this world. And I think that's when he solidified a lot of conservative votes was when he stood up and said, you know what, I ain't perfect, but I ain't running away just because you got ha- caught me in a bad moment. Okay. And yeah. the American yeah. people and the conservatives in particular, those of which are uh, all of us here celebrating the conservative movement at CPAC, we knew we, we knew we were voting for a flawed man, but we, we knew that it was a flawed yeah. man that was willing to sacrifice his money and with his family support to leave the comfort of his multi-billion dollar business and come from the outside mm-hmm. into the into D.C. to try to turn this country around and look at the success that he has had in spite of the fact that they've done everything that they can to remove him from office. And that's so much about what CPAC is going to be about. They've got Matt Schlapp, has got this four-point program to talk about the Mueller investigation and the FISA and Mueller crossfire hurricane and all that that's happened. But, you know, uh, there needs to be 
and we, we're talking about accountability with the New York Times, there needs to be accountability within our own government for all these unelected bureaucrats that just get away with doing whatever they want to do while General Flynn and Manafort and Roger Stone and all these other Americans get, get completely destroyed by our government. They get to lie. Our government gets to lie, cheat, and steal and get away with it. Yeah, and, and listen, it's because if we if we don't get behind President Trump this time around, look, look, you and I have talked about this uh, offline before. Where you know, I love our conservative friends, but get away from the Facebook keyboards, you know, get away from Twitter, get away from that crud, and get out there and help the people. Uh, you know, help Republicans get back into the Congress, take the Congress back over. But listen, do not help Uncle Fred's, you know, sister's cousin get in because you don't know who that is. Let's make sure that the people we're supporting, we're helping, you know, get into office and real conservatives. You know how excited everybody was about Romney and Ryan when they ran for president. And look, two of the biggest uh, I'll be nice because I, I don't want you to get taken off the air. But, you know, these guys were the first pass of progressive Republicanism that we've seen, Ryan being the worst of the two. Can you imagine if those two guys had, had gotten in as president and vice president? No. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at Joe Biden, who last night in the debate said 150 million Americans have been killed with gun violence. <laughs> but I didn't know, Joe, that half our population had been wiped out. That's like apocalyptic. His campaign admitted his campaign admitted that he lied twice when he said he had been arrested trying to see Mandela. I mean, you know, he said something in South Carolina the other day that he was running for the Senate. I mean, you know, it's it's crazy that that's the guy that got that that Paul Ryan got beat by him in the VP debate in 2012. I mean. Come on, that was ridiculous. I got to shift gears because I don't know. You've been so busy getting getting ready to go for CPAC. I don't know if you heard the news that came out of this um, the U.S. District Court. I think it was the second U.S. District Court of Appeals that ruled that uh, the White House can withhold funds from sanctuary cities. Yes. That was amazing. That you and I, you and I in California. This means a whole lot to us, doesn't it? Yep. It, but it's not going to stop. Look at. You look at what happened. Okay, so now uh, Governor Nuisance, I mean, the worst governor <laughs> on the face of the planet of all times, okay? So President Trump signed that executive order allowing water, badly needed water, not so much to come down to the south, but to go to our farmers, right? So he's going to release water, President Trump is, uh, to the farmers that we have. And what does Newsom do within 24 hours? I'm going to sue to stop the president. I'm going to sue to stop the president from letting water go down to our farmers so they can grow food for our population. Is this like, this is worse than the Twilight Zone. This goes over to Outer Limits. Remember that old show? I mean, seriously, these guys are out of their minds. And, and it's, and I don't believe that they believe everything they're doing, Andrea. I think that they hate Trump so much that anything he does has to be wrong, and they have to come against it. Yeah, um, when it comes to the sanctuary cities, it, you know, today the, the, yep. the Democrats are all saying, you know, that Trump didn't do enough. Nancy Pelosi, oh, Trump didn't do enough to, you know, to, to, to <sighs> protect us from coronavirus. Uh, I'm sorry, I thought it was under them that Ebola hit. What have they done to protect us from a pandemic? But you look at what you look at. I am far more likely to be killed, shot in the face by an illegal that they have protected in these sanctuary cities. I'm Amen. far more likely right. to, to to lose my life, you know, walking around Skid Row and. LA than I am from the coronavirus. I mean, these Democrats and the, and the American people, I, I, I'm concerned that they're, you know, California, they've pretty much, not pretty much destroyed, but it's on the road to ruin with liberalism. And that's really what Bernie Sanders is wanting to do nationally to the country. President Trump yep. is trying to turn it around. You know, I, I, do you think that there's a shot that we could ever have that it's going to get so bad in California with, um, you know, the sanctuary <laughs> cities and the illegals and the skid row that we could have a, a president? A Republican get elected? 
in California. Yeah. All right. So some, some of my friends I'm talking to from within and from without the party there in California say they believe that there can be a revolution. But because of the way it's been going for years, it's going to have to get so bad that they can't, that they can't keep the electricity on and they can't keep the water flowing. So, you know, some of my friends are telling me 2024, 2026, 2028. I'm going, this thing can't last that long. Not, look, at you and I both know they spend the majority of their time legislating uh, sexual orientation and, and you know and bad education legislation, and the other half of their time they're fighting Donald Trump. They're yeah. not doing anything for us as a whole. He just stole Newsom just stole five billion dollars from the transportation fund. What did he do it to? He's sending money over to protect illegals, to help them get their their citizenship, and for um, on demand abortions at colleges. What does that have to do with fixing the roads? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, and, you know, they're going around right now. I don't know up in your neck of the woods, but uh, next week we've got uh, on March 3rd, you know, we've got the primaries and we've got happening. And in San Diego, we've got Proposition 13. I think that's a statewide ballot initiative, by the way, Proposition 13. And while Gavin Newsom is going around bragging about all this surplus, they're trying to hit us, trying to get us to vote for $27 billion hit. To, to rebuild the schools. Man, you're on the school board. What, what do you that's crazy. You see it. We don't see look at a couple of things here going. Here's the joke for those listeners who don't know. Proposition 13 was passed in the in the uh, well, I think late 70s or in the 1970s. And what it does is it capped the taxes or the taxes they could charge you on your home at the at the price that you bought it for. So that was great and that was wonderful. They hate people like me. I've been in the house 20 years. They think I'm you know they can't make any money off of me. But the bottom line with it is is, is that now they're talking about. Uh, changing that or trying to break into it. And in California, when, usually when they're, when they're putting uh, these propositions on the ballot, they start them with number one, right? Proposition one, proposition two, proposition three. Well, they went to proposition 13. They called it the Safe Schools Initiative, and there are no propositions before it. You cannot tell me this hasn't been planned out. Right. right? You go Prop 12. Right. There's no Prop 11. We won't see any of that money. We, we didn't see it from the last. We didn't see it from the last one. We didn't see it from the lottery. Remember when they sold us the lottery and they said two percent of the lottery uh, will go to the schools and that kind of stuff. We don't see any of that money. Right, and so the gas tax just, was supposed to go to the roads and highways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It never goes to yeah, where it's supposed to right. go to. Meanwhile, we meanwhile the literacy rate in our in our schools is ridiculous. Uh, you know, uh, and and our California health framework curriculum. I talk about all this stuff with with Bob Walters on my weekly segments with him. You know, basically our schools is part of the reason why we're churning out you know kids that can't read or write is because they're not bothering with that so much anymore. We don't teach cursive because they got to spend their days trying to recruit transgender kids and drag queens, with you know, and uh. teach them all different ways that they can have sex. I mean, it's crazy. Everybody Everybody needs to vote no on Proposition 13. Okay, quickly, tell everybody, <laughs> you're here at CPAC. I'm at CPAC. I'm going to be at Booth 15 with my buddy, my brother, Ed Martin. Tell everybody where you're going to be and uh, what you're going to be doing this week at CPAC. I am down on the South 40. I'm at Booth 34. So after you're done watching Andrea Kay, listening to her, you can just head off away from her booth down to the end of the row, and I'll be down there. We're, gonna, we're just going to start packing in the, the interviews, do as many as we can, as quick as we can, as they come out and come by. I think the energy is going to be big this year. Um, and you know what? It, it should be pretty exciting. Yeah. So what time are you going to be there? You're going to be like, like 24 hours oh, yeah, a day? You just got a bed? You got a bed in the back? You got I'm a gonna, cot? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out here as much as I can, but we're actually, we're, we're actually doing the show from uh, 10 to 1, uh, what is that, East Coast time, which uh, for my listeners starts at 7, and they don't get out there. Let me tell you what. So we'll, <laughs> we'll probably be <laughs> later on in the day as well. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe, thank you, thank you for being on tonight, and I can't wait to hang out with you some the next few days. All right. Yep. We All will. Right, guys. We'll take a lot of pictures too, people.
All right. Thanks, honey. Okay, y'all stay tuned. We got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The following is a paid political announcement. As a proud gay American, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but a Tea Party extremist, nothing could be further from the truth. I'm challenging both parties to get off divisive social agendas. Now Carl DeMaio says he's a conservative, but his liberal record is clear. He even told the UT he opposes any restrictions on abortion. DeMaio told the UT he supports federal programs, including $500 million of taxpayer funding for Planned Parenthood. Daryl Issa voted to defund Planned Parenthood and earned a 100% rating from the National Right to Life Committee. Daryl Issa has always been a reliable voice for the sanctity of life, said Marilyn Musgrave of the Susan B. Anthony List. He has never faltered in his support for pro-life legislation. Issa strongly supported legislation to ban late-term abortions and helped pass the partial birth abortion ban. In Congress, Daryl Issa will continue to fight for the rights of the unborn. I'm Daryl Issa. You can always count on me to defend innocent life. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Daryl Issa for Congress. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com. surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks and very selectively mixed with NASDAQ, led by the technology issues, back up on the year. They gave back a snapback early rally to test the lows and technical support. It's a classic black swan, washout politician, and a panic. It sets the stage, you see, for the end of the panic selling and the real recovery. Wall Street is worried about economic disruption from overdone Herculean efforts at containment. But it's a flu. It's not the black plague and fatalities, about 3%. So it depends on age, gender, medical conditions. Those over 65, fatality rate 7%. Those under 10, 1%. And everybody else in the middle. Remember, flu bugs usually die when the weather turns warm in the spring. Housing starts up 8% to a 12-year high. Oil prices down 2.5% at 48.80. The big LA Marathon oil refinery goes on fire. Home Depot down 2, gets several upgrades. SeaWorld down 7%. A river of reading, despite surging sales. And Sempra, an 8% higher dividend. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Live coverage of CPAC on The Answer San Diego is brought to you by Attorney King, San Diego's injury and accident attorney. Call Attorney King at 619-333-3333. That's 619-333-3333. 
FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Coming to John from CPAC out here in D.C. Glad to have you guys with me. Um, this is going to be a really interesting election this year. It's a, it's a debate that we've needed to have for a long time now. CPAC, the theme of CPAC this year is America versus socialism, and that's really what it's ultimately about. And that's the choice that, that Americans are going to have going into November, no matter who the Democrat nominee ends up being. There's a falsehood out there that Bernie Sanders is the only Marxist slash communist slash socialist on the ticket. That's not true. Every one of them are on the spectrum. He's just the most extreme, huh? That's what I would Uh, say. he's the most extreme. I think he's the most honest about that's what he's about. Every one of them wants health care, universal health care for all. Every that's a good one of point. Them wants, that's a good point. Uh, every one, yeah, every one, one of them want to have, and really that's that's the only thing that Bernie Sanders is, that and climate change is really the only things that he ever talks about on his agenda. They're all for complete takeover of our energy sector and this, this climate change nonsense, and they're all for socializing our health care system. He's just the only one who's honest about it, and I tell you, there's another aspect that every one of them is a part of, and I've talked about it many times on my show, one of the ways, one aspect of them trying to transform our country into their Marxist utopia is through this social justice warrior nonsense. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, and who is the poster boy for that is Pete Buttigieg. And there was, I don't know if it was at a town hall that he did, but everybody went viral today. A, a nine-year-old boy named Zachary Joe, Toe or Zoe, I think his last name was, who was brought up on stage. I want you guys to hear just, just the first minute or so of this, the interaction with this nine-year-old and Pete Buttigieg. And this is a really touching question. He says, thank you for being so brave. Would you help me tell the world I'm gay too? I want to be brave like you. Well, I don't think you need a lot of advice from me on bravery. (laughs) You seem pretty strong. To see you, it took me a long time to figure out how to tell even my best friend that I was gay, let alone to go out there and tell the world. And to see you willing to come to terms with who you are, in a room full of a thousand people, thousands of people you've never met. That's, that's really something. So let me tell you, let me tell you a couple things that might be useful. The, the first thing is that it won't always be easy, but that's okay. Because you know who you are. And that's really important. Because when you know who you are, uh, you have a center of gravity that can hold you together when all kinds of chaos is happening around you. That's the first thing I want you to know. It's, are you kidding me? I'm listening to him talk, and it's like he should be talking to somebody who's 21, 22 years old. Am I, and this kid was brave. I will give him that because I'm sitting there wondering as I'm watching this, who put this kid up on that stage? Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no way, Andrea, that he went up there on his own. I, I don't, I, it, it, not, not at all, not a chance. He looked like he was a hostage, a hostage video. Yeah. It was shot. The exploitation of children on the left in this country is absolutely heartbreaking to me. What now? And, and I wanted to put. 
particularly, specifically play the part of the clip, Tater Skins, where he's talking about you know who you are. What nine-year-old knows who they are? You know, and when you're nine years old, you want to be a fireman or you want to, you know, say be a heart surgeon. You don't know who the heck you are at nine years old. This is why we don't let nine-year-olds decide what they want for dinner. We don't let nine-year-olds sign contracts. We don't let them drink alcohol. But you're going to tell a nine-year-old you know for sure who you are and you're rooted in that, particularly when it's related to sexuality. Why is anybody talking to this nine-year-old kid about his sexuality and who he wants to have sex with? That is sexualizing children, and it outrages me, potato skin. It's big, big time, and I have to tell you, like, I, and this relates to me personally because my niece goes to school, and she has some of her friends come to her and and say that they you know they feel that they're you know they're either gay or they're gender fluid or this and that. And the only thing that I tell her is straight out because she's you know 13 years old, and I think old enough to understand that at that point, there, there's no way that they can know that that's, there's, you're still dealing with hormones on a regular heterosexual basis, trying to figure out who you are. There's no way you can say, hey, I'm definitely, you know, gender fluid. I'm, I'm definitely gay. I don't think you know at that point. There's no way. Well, no, no, there's not, and this is when I, when I it's related to the to the transgender movement. Uh, you know, our brains do not develop fully until we're 25, and you know, uh, what they're doing now is they're they're wanting to go younger and younger to say that it's fixed for this stuff because it suits their agenda, and so they're at, literally at the point to where they're recruiting kids. So that's why we've got so many kids at nine, at twelve, or whatever coming say, "Am I fluid? Am I this?" And by the way, um, how is it that they're fluid now, potato skins? Because when the when the the gay LBGT movement started, it was all about you were fixed at birth with your sexuality. Yeah, it sounds so like they're kind of changing their tune now, huh? Yeah, well, because it's it's all about trying to recruit more and more and more into the movement. So now they've got to change the rules more and more and more to suit them, and they're doing it at children's expense. Look, if you if you get, and I've said this before, I was somebody who thought a mistake had been made, and then I was a boy trapped in a girl's body, and I am thankful that that happened at a time in which my parents were just allowed to ignore it, and the schools we didn't have schools pushing this crap because otherwise the schools might have gone around my parents and might have put me on that track and actually had some doctor put me on hormones and allow me as a kid to make a permanent mutilation of my body when the reality was like 90% of the time when you leave a kid alone and they are allowed to actually develop to be who they are meant to be then they they don't they don't want to switch their genders and they're happy to be who they are and the same thing allows for their sexuality I've said this before when you get to be 25 and you're adult you, you can change your name from Steve to Sally go live your life but don't try to force that on me and don't be trying to force that on kids no, and you have a lot of these kids now, especially because it's the cool thing to do almost is kind of what I think. And they'll go, you know, go through the motions and say that there's this and that. And then they've reached 18, 19 years old. And and I have heard stories where after the surgery or whatever is done, they are regretting what they did and they want to go back to who they were. Well, you're right. In fact, there was a, a transgender, I think it was a teenager in Australia, who said that he, he said that he wanted to be a girl, that he was a girl trapped in a boy's body when his uh, little sister arrived on the scene, and he felt like he was shoved aside and felt like, you know, because a lot of kids get that sibling rivalry when sure. they're the only child, and then the parents bring home a new baby. So then he thinks, well, I know, maybe if I say I'm a girl, you know, then my parents will love me again like they used to, and now he's realizing as a teenager that that's all that that was about, and, and he regrets 
that he went down that path because he realizes his parents loved him and he was just being a jealous kid, you know, when the baby came home. And there are, and it's, it's another reason why many do regret it down the road and that, that's why the suicide rate does not necessarily go down. This is when, when people do get to adulthood and they're still struggling with this or even in their teen years. This is a mental health issue and it needs to be treated as such. And this is an area to where Republicans running for office and even Trump himself, it's like this is how we, the Democrats have made such progress in our culture because it is a sensitive thing to talk about. You don't want to hurt people's feelings and you want to be careful and you don't want to demoralize somebody. But on the same hand, we can't be feeding into this nonsense. You know who people are? They're either male or they're female. That's who people are. Amen. All right. Well, amen to having you with me. DJ Love being here. Potatoes. Thank you. We're going to be back tomorrow night with our special CPAC coverage, 6 to 8 p.m. Me and Ed Martin, we're going to be bringing you all the best coverage of CPAC anywhere. So y'all be sure to tune in tomorrow night. Thank you, Potato Skins, for filling in. Pleasure. For DJ Carrot Sticks, and he will be back tomorrow night. Love you all. Have a great night. Hey!